they generate almost $2 million in profit per employee with only 9,800 workers. $2 million. What? (laughs) Hey, friend. Hey, friend. How are you? Good. How are you? I'm great. Yeah. It's great. It's good. Well, we're here at your work friends. Uh, I'm Mel. I'm Francesca. (laughs) And we're two HR leaders exposing the stuff you need to know about work. Work, work. Yeah. Yeah. And some of that stuff is just news. Some of it's just news. And we're bringing you new week, new headlines this week. Francesca, what are you talking about this week? I'm talking about Visual Capitalist's report where they ranked the top 25 U.S. companies by profit they generate per employee. Ooh. Yeah. It's interesting. Yeah. Okay. What are you talking about? I am going to talk about an article that came out, New York Times and BBC. The U.S. Supreme Court has agreed to hear the Starbucks labor fight. Ooh, that's juicy. Jump into that one. All right, let's, let's get talk about it. profits. <laughs> let's hear about profits. Okay. Mel, have you ever been on Visual Capitalist? I think so. Okay. Listen, if if you haven't been on this site, friends, this is really just a cool spot. Um, Visual Capitalist basically visualizes data. And they do it in such beautiful charts. And sometimes they're interactive. Sometimes they're static. But they do just a really beautiful job. And they chart whole host of different things. Well, this week they dropped one where they were looking at the top 25 U.S. companies by profit they generate per employee. Okay. I always think profit per employee is a really interesting thing to look at because companies look at this to make sure that they're efficient, that they're highly leveraged, and it's typically a really good indicator of financial success. Mm-hmm. Before I get into the chart and the findings, and we'll post it in our show notes, you might be asking yourself, Francesca, what the hell is profit per employee? <laughs> right. Yeah. Why okay. should they care? Why should well, our listeners care about it? Yeah. Yeah. So, what is it? Basically, profit per employee is calculated by dividing a company's yearly profit by its full time staff. So, if you make a billion dollars a year and you have a thousand employees, that's going to be the calculation, right? Right. Why people should care about this and knowing about what is your company's profit per employee is because high profit per employee usually signals things like financial success, efficient HR management, and basically a high amount of leverage per team members. The more profit per employee, typically, the better. The better they're doing. Yeah. Right. Also, for you all to know that this is a data point that most really well-run organizations consistently look at to make sure that they're at an efficient size and shape. And also just to know, quite honestly, that, yeah, your company is looking at how much money they're getting out of you. Yeah. Yeah. There's kind of an aspect in talent management that we talk about that a lot of organizations want to leverage their human capital the way that they would leverage their financial capital. And this is one of the ways that they do that. It sounds kind of ick. It is something that is looked at. Yeah, it's good information to have and something to take a look at if you're an employee, see how your company's doing. 
Yeah. So again, visual capitalists look at the top 25 companies in the US, the ones that have the highest profit per employee. And, you know, I consider myself somewhat savvy in this area, but I was actually really surprised when I saw who and how much. And just out of sheer curiosity, because I just don't want to be alone in my humbleness <laughs> there. Um, okay. So when you think about a company that has a really high profit per employee, who would you think? Like just automatically off the bat. I mean, I would think immediately some megas, right? Like Amazon, yeah, raking in billions while people sleep. So, but then I think their overhead is high. So then I'm like, ooh, it gets diluted. Like Coca-Cola brands, I would think maybe Walt Disney World, you know, some sort of media companies potentially. Yeah. yeah. Um, am I on base at all here? Kind of not. Oh, and neither was I. Neither <laughs> was I. Because I definitely was like either services, companies that have yeah. like, they don't have the overhead necessarily or the yeah, big overhead fair. like distros, yeah. but they have high margins. Or I was thinking things like Apple, right? To your point, right. Amazon. Listen, Apple and Amazon are on the list. So okay. you, were, you were right about that. But the they're bottom. not the top. They're not even in the top 10. Oh, interesting. Okay. Yeah. Who is? Okay. So, and this is where visual capitalist just really shines is you can see so clearly the scale comparatively to, to the set, which I think is just really beautiful. Okay. Okay. Energy companies dominate the ranking. Oh, I believe it. Yeah. Now that you say that, yes, I believe that 100%. It's energy. Yeah. Yeah. So 48% (laughs) of the top 25 are energy companies. Wow. 28% tech. Again, we're looking at the top 25. 12% finance, 8% construction, 4% healthcare. All right. All right. Let me give you a little bit more context here just because I was like, number one company in terms of their profit per employee, ConocoPhillips, which is one of the world's largest public energy company, they generate almost $2 million in profit per employee with only 9,800 workers. $2 million. What? (laughs) That's insane. Yeah. Yeah. That's a high number. Yeah. yeah. Other thing about this, that $2 million ConocoPhillips, they generate three times more profit per employee than Apple, which was number 13 on the list. Apple generates $609,000 per employee. Wow. Let me give you some even further context. Starbucks, yeah, $80,000 per employee. Oh, that seems so low. It seems low, but Starbucks has a lot more employees than right. 9,800. Giving everyone some some context there. Again, I I think it's a really interesting thing to look at. And I encourage everybody to go out and A, look at this report. I also just nerd out in Visual Capitalist. The first yeah. time I was out there, I was out there for like four hours. Just like, <laughs> what, what, what? Look at all these pretty charts. A thousand percent. But A, you might want to calculate your profit per employee for your company. And again, the very simple calculation there is your company's yearly profit divided by its full-time staff. See what it is. I also recommend people look at, if you can, look at the five-year trend and see if that's going up or that's going down and always be aware of it. Yeah. If it's going down, that might not be a good sign. Might not be a good sign. It might no. be a sign that your company is over hiring. It might be a sign that your company has some financial stress going on as well. And so just always a good thing to look at because your organization is looking at it. Mm. Yeah. Wow, I love $2 it. Two million dollars per Two million employee. dollars per employee. All right. Well, yeah. just raking it in over there. 
Damn. <laughs> Damn. Yeah. So visual capitalists will look uh link to All it right. on the show notes. Um, uh, but yeah, Love profit it. per employee. Get into it, folks. Get into Get it. Into it. Mel, what's going on with the Supreme Court and Starbucks? Oh, my goodness. You've heard about unionization the last few years at Starbucks. It's been in the news quite a You've heard all the... Yeah. I mean, listen, there's just been that. upticks in unionization with Amazon, Starbucks, United Auto Worker. I mean, you're just seeing this huge uptick. But definitely the Starbucks one was interesting to me just because Starbucks has always been, in my mind, a bit more progressive and being right. employee-centric. So it was interesting to see them unionize and to have stores actually get unionized as well. Yeah. In the U.S., unions exist to protect employees. Great service for employees. They have many benefits. One, number one, obviously, collective bargaining is where this union will negotiate things for you, negotiate things like fair wages, negotiate benefits, negotiate better working conditions on the employee's behalf. Like that's probably the number one value. Um, The other piece is job security. So typically unionized workers have greater job security because unions negotiate the just cause terms on their behalf with the employers. And then number three is really workplace safety and health conditions. So unions really advocate for safe working conditions and push for compliance of safety regulations. That's a huge, huge benefit. And then lastly, unions provide legal representation and support to workers in disputes with their employers. So in cases like unfair dismissals, grievances related to any of the working conditions, that sort of thing. So for an employee, unions are really good. Yeah, they can be. They can be. Yeah, they can be. So what came out of the BBC and the New York Times is and this is really huge news, is that the Supreme Court, who doesn't just choose to listen to everything, so that's Uh why it's a big deal, that they've agreed in this upcoming session to hear Starbucks' challenge to a court order that mandated the rehiring of union organizers who were fired back in 2021. So a little bit of background here. The National Labor Relations Board obtained an emergency court order for Starbucks to rehire seven of their workers at a Memphis store location because these employees were allegedly fired for engaging in union activities, which Starbucks is disputing completely. Organizers with the Starbucks Workers United have filed numerous complaints alleging that the company has violated a number of labor laws to hinder unionization at various locations. And many of these claims have been substantiated by labor officials, which I thought was interesting. Um, So there have been substantiated claims that Starbucks is actively trying to stop unionization. Right now, the company is denying any wrongdoing concerning these labor laws in expressing satisfaction that the Supreme Court will review its appeal to establish what they're calling a consistent standard for granting injunctions in these cases. The company is arguing that the employees who were terminated were terminated for violating company policy, including rules around off-duty access to Starbucks properties. So, I don't know all the ins and outs of that. Obviously, Starbucks is disputing it. The reason people should care about this, the outcome of this legal battle will significantly influence the kind of remedies that U.S. workers can expect in labor disputes going forward. So this is something everyone should be paying attention to, whether you're a union worker or not. It is going to likely set some precedent going forward in 
our disputes as employees. There's there's three things that are happening right now in the ecosystem. One is, you know, for the first time in our, our country's history, a 30 year old is worse off than their parents, right? Like there's, right. there's, there's a, there's an economic issue happening with workers. Number one, number two, you also are seeing a, a pretty massive uptick in unions because of pay work environment, that sort of thing. And so you're seeing this in like distribution centers, you're seeing this in things like right. Starbucks as well. I think there's also the squeeze though on companies, especially public traded companies, it is incredibly hard to do business and be profitable. I, I guess here's the deal. Most organizations think unionizing is a pain in the ass. They don't want to do it. Right. Right. Because they lose a lot of control, number one. Right. They see it, quite honestly, sometimes as being much more expensive to operate. And they don't want to do it, especially if they're publicly traded. It becomes really, really complex. You have to have whole layers in your organization dedicated to kind of your union. All the um, negotiation and the collective bargaining. All the Yes. Even even in terms of what you can and can't do, how you can right. and can't do X, Y, and Z, right? It is, it is incredibly it, it complex. everything, right? Yeah. And for employees, you also have things that you can and can't do. So there's like a slowness a lot of times that happens not only for the employee, but for the employer as well with unions, which a lot of people want to avoid like the plague. However, you get this benefit of having very employee-centric work environments, which is really important. It's um, striking a, a balance, right? Yeah. That it doesn't really exist yet still. I will say in this case, the Starbucks union represents workers at more than 370 locations. Mm. What the New York Times noted was that the Labor Board has now issued dozens of complaints against Starbucks based on hundreds of accusations of labor law violations, in, which included threats and retaliation against workers who were seeking to unionize, a failure for Starbucks to bargain in good faith. So mm. that's interesting to me. Yeah. Um, so I it, one to, this is really one to watch. Yeah, it is. I also think we're going to see a lot more people unionizing, quite honestly, just because of the I economics. Agree. And I also think it might behoove a lot of companies to figure out how to move through this with your teams, with your employees sooner rather than later. Part of me is curious if a lot of what's happening right now is learning curve on Starbucks's parts around how do you react right. well productively and constructively when your employees want to union. Yeah. How do you, how do you bridge the gap and have a good relationship with your employees when they want to yeah. do this? Right. Yeah. yeah. Right. Stay tuned, watch. folks. Yeah. No, watch. <laughs> Stay tuned. Sure. I'm sure we'll be talking about it again once yeah. the ruling comes out. So more to come. More to come. Well, Mel, amazing to talk with you today as always. You too. This has been yeah. delightful. Yeah. We'll be back next week with new week, new headlines. Thanks so much for joining us today. Like and subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. You can come over and say hi to us on the TikToks and LinkedIn community. Hit us up at yourworkfriends.com. We're always posting stuff on there. And if you found this episode helpful, share with your work friends. Thanks, Bye, friend. friend.